Hi, and welcome back to our podcast, Art Will Power Life. My name is Anna. My name is Simon. And today we are going to talk about a book. <gasps> we already we, we told you like a month ago that we would do this and we gave you this month time to maybe read yeah. it or not. Um, well, since we record this episode in advance, we will have told you that we will read. We, we will, will have, have read, been uh, telling you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see the future and no, the past. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I mean that's not that exciting seeing Shh. the past. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. wholesome. Um, I I think I'll just give you a quick summary mm -hmm. of the contents of the book, which is mm -hmm. by the way, transport, written by a German author who uses the pseudonym Philip P. Peterson. It's self-published and out of all seven books that are out so far, the first three have English translations. Uh, that's fine in my opinion because I read them all <laughs> and you could <laughs> theoretically end it after the three books. Like it could be, could work as a, th uh, th <laughs> could work as a trilogy. Mm -hmm. But I did ask the author if he'll have the other ones translated. I'll get back to you with that. Yeah, if he answers. Yeah, if he does. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Maybe know. he will. My dad said that he might because he's self-published. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this book is about several death row prisoners who get to leave their cells to come to a big desert area in Nevada where they get a few weeks training to get in shape again. First, you get to know all the people. Me personally, I had to write the names down because unless you're an ace at remembering names and traits... You're going to feel lost within the first few pages. Mm, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 14. I counted 14. Uh, <laughs> and and the um, president. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the character... But who cares about him? <laughs> who cares about him? <laughs> the character whose head you're temporarily inhabiting is Russell. He's ex-military and a typical likable gray character who most people can identify with. At least I can. The point of view that the book is written in is third-person limited. That means that the story is about he, she, or they, and not I. Limited means that the narrator is not omniscient. They can't tell each and every character's thoughts or feelings. Which is a pretty, pretty nice point of view, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? Yeah, no, um, I generally... I don't know. I'm, most of the time, I'm just along for the ride. It doesn't matter that much uh, what perspective the story is written for me. Okay. Yeah, I just notice it because, you know, writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, once their training is completed, Russell and the other prisoners get led to a black hollow sphere that was found at the bottom of the ocean on the coast of California that has another smaller sphere levitating inside it. Yeah, it's levitating. Ooh. <gasps> It's slightly Spooky. bigger on the inside, and everyone inside it feels a slight headache. Huh, what's that about? It's, weird. it's a stress. It's a stress. <laughs> it's 
definitely the stress. Yeah, they're going to die probably. <laughs> um, it's a transportation device that doesn't move itself, but rather the matter inside it. Like, you know, teleportation and stuff. There like are there transportation, maybe? Who would have thunk? I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> there, there are other similar spheres around the universe and all of them are linked. You can use a keypad inside the sphere in a foreign, possibly alien language to determine your destination. The ex-death row inmates are supposed to get inside the smaller sphere, get transported to wherever, and if they come back alive, explain what they saw. If, and that's only if, they survive through 10 missions, they get to live. The book goes on to tell you about the various characters going into the sphere and their adventures. So now, you've heard my brief summary of the book. I ask you very dramatically to close your eyes and look into your soul to find out if you would like to read it. And if you do, and you haven't yet, please turn off the episode now. Since now we're going to discuss typical book club questions that will yeah. contain spoilers. Mm -hmm. I'll put the timestamp in the description so once you've read it, you can come back if you like. Yeah. And if you're Anna, you're just going to take two days to read the whole 300-page uh, book because you're insane and not normal. How, how do you read so fast? What's your secret? Um, I don't have any hobbies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Um, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But since we're now alone, dear book club, please get yourself a beverage of your own choice and maybe try to answer the following questions for yourself. So, Simon, I've been done reading this book for weeks. Mm -hmm. Weeks. Yes, I, I cannot wait. yesterday. I cannot wait to find out what was your favorite part of the book. Please tell me, please. Well, um, my favorite part... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the part that I, I got a lot of satisfaction from was when, you know, there's this guy who's really unlikable and, you know, you just think he's kind of an asshole, but then he tries to molest one of the main characters and that was Oof. uncool. So after um, his first mission in the transporter, when he gets transported back, he's just kind of a molten... Uh, you know, he just kind of melts. He's a he's mess, just, yeah. Yes, he's a mess. And I, I thought that was kind of satisfying. I really liked that. That was actually the scene that stuck with me the most. Yeah, really? Yeah, the one where O'Brien melted in front of everyone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very well described. I like that. Mm -hmm. I liked it too. And generally, I really loved every time that Russell figured out something new about the transporter and generally Same. the mystery of the transporter and how it got to where it was found. It was found at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And in the beginning, the characters know absolutely nothing. Like scientists are trying to figure out how this thing works, but... They've got no clue and throughout yeah, the book, yeah, Russell... Yeah, wait, at, at, at yeah? first they thought it was like kind of a communication device, right? They made mm -hmm. that mistake and then they, they tried pushing some buttons inside the tiny sphere. That's the transporter itself and that moves you around. And then that scientist, the first initial scientist, like I think he exploded or something. Mm -hmm. Some or people acid, explode, atmosphere, yeah. something like that. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of explosions in this book. He definitely died. And yeah... <laughs> They made that mistake. And at first they didn't know what was up with that. And then when they transported someone again and he somehow survived and then, then he had to step outside to actually notice that he was on another planet. 
Because mm -hmm. how would so, you know? Yeah, how would you know? Because inside of the transporter, everything just kind of seems the same, the same gravity. Is the gravity the same in no, the no, transporter? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's it, not? It adjusts okay. to the outsides. Ah, okay, okay. But it, um, it, uh, it goes deeper into that in the other two books that okay. I read. Ah, okay, 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 okay. By the way, I'm I just started book five. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was actually when Russell started communicating with the Sphere because the Sphere Ooh. is again one of those characters that's just an inanimate object, but that actually talks back, like your characters that you sometimes do. I love those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like an artificial intelligence that has exactly. best knowledge of uh, the universe and also about its creators, which I thought yeah. was pretty interesting, like the so backstory of the Transporter. Seriously. Yeah, yeah and Just, I love uh, their relationship. The relationship between Transporter and Russell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of just very normal. Like, I can't remember any banter between them. I think he's just kind of asking the Transporter question and the Transporter responds back. Yeah, but, but he's fine. so cute. Just I, I don't know. I love inanimate objects. I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your least favorite part? Um, let me think about I have it. opinions about this one. Believe yeah, me. I, I just I, thought... I <laughs> uh, me too. No, but I just thought the characters were kind of boring and mm -hmm. not worth remembering. And mm -hmm. I get that um, half of the characters get killed off in like the first hundred pages. So they probably weren't meant to be memorable but even the ones that survived i just kind of had problems sometimes like except of the two main protagonists russell and elise a lot of the other characters kind of just blended into each yeah, other their gang right albert i think it was and another guy jim and i don't know yeah some, someone that someone gang. who doesn't talk a lot yeah that gang. yeah and then the asshole the asshole also had a personality but everyone else was like just faceless yeah. i don't know There's what meat puppets that were <laughs> there to show oh no the transporter's dangerous yes. watch out danger don't just press random buttons <laughs> <laughs> um yeah about that i felt the same mm -hmm. in my opinion the whole beginning like the first three fifths fifths <laughs> of the book uh -huh. was just a fuck ton of information in very few pages and to me personally it felt like it didn't do the rest of the book any justice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was more theoretical and and didn't really feel like it was inside of anyone's head it was just spitting information and information and information but it was actually still inside russell's head and me mm -hmm. as a person that lives i wouldn't think like that about my fellow death row people that are going to die with me probably <laughs> you know it's just yeah. i don't know badly executed another part that i really didn't like was uh, when you finally figure out um, the secret behind the transporter that was also uh, similar to what you just described it was just uh, like a dump of information and i think you could have revealed the secret more slowly and not like in the last 30 pages yeah it was just kind of like an info dump yeah. yeah and that's how it felt it was just like here's everything you wanted to know but just like right after like just in one chapter and you don't have any questions again so it just go away it was like kind of trying to tie everything together but it did it in a 
very unsatisfying way, way I thought. Theoretically, yeah, it was a very, very slow burn. But the thing with that is, if you think about it as a trilogy, mm -hmm. as a as as the three books that are translated in English already, mm -hmm. is one book, is one story, then 150 pages doesn't seem like that much for mm -hmm. an introduction, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think if you were to read the other two books, at least, you would kind of, you know, get satisfied with it again. Okay, yeah, that's possible. Um, yeah. By the way, I was kind of okay with the book ending like it did. Just it could have been done, I think. The series could have just stopped. because Not because I don't want it to continue, but because I think it was... At an okay place to just stop as a, like a one-off story. I didn't really get the sense that there are like open questions. There was more to explore. Ooh, ooh, of wait, course, I but... disagree so yeah? much, and so okay. do many on the uh, on the author's website. Actually, okay, they ask so many questions, like so many open questions, and I don't know what what's up with that, and why does that happen, and stuff like that. And I I really don't want to say anything in case no, I spoil of... something because I'm like meshing the books in my head but uh, the author was just like well i guess you'll have to wait for the second book <laughs> because then we'll have the answers well, and, no, that... and it just keeps going and keeps going and it keeps like revealing more stuff about the transporter it's not finished at all there are so many open questions in my mind uh, in my opinion no there are a lot of open questions i agree with that but the way the story ended it wasn't a cliffhanger like you have in a lot of books there it just kind of ended and if it just if the book series just stopped there i think you would of course have questions about the transporter but the story in itself could end there that's what i was trying to say yeah yeah true but you don't need a cl cliffhanger to to introduce a second part or a series You don't, but I I don't know. That's what I'm kind of... You know, I watch a lot of anime and you have <laughs> like... <laughs> you have like oftentimes just cliffhanger after cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. And like One Piece, you know, I love One Piece. And yeah. basically every chapter, every chapter is like 15 pages long. Mm -hmm. And after every... Uh, like at the end of every chapter, there kind of is a cliffhanger. So I'm just kind of expecting them at the end of the stories I read. That could be... Yeah. So that's that. that's your preferred endings. Then. Yeah, I mean, of course, like I'm wondering, huh, what was up with the civilization that was before, that came before and made the transporters, even though that kind of gets answered. But I'm thinking there's probably going to be more about that, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I, the story didn't have a cliffhanger. That's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. And I like cliffhangers, you know. But for me, the cliffhanger was just, okay, now they are going to a different planet. What's going to happen there? How are they going to do anything, yeah. actually? They took, like, some stuff, but they weren't able to pack everything that one would need. How are they going to eat there? What? Are, what? <laughs> There's so many questions. They're, they're, they're smart. They're going to figure it out. Basically, <laughs> this is just, um, after that, it just, uh, just becomes a slice of life story. But <laughs> just also, about, also... Yeah. My biggest question was, Yes. there's only one woman. No, that was answered in the first part, like at the end. They, um, But went it was to explained the... in the second book. 
But it was also explained in the first book, just very shortly. They um, visited one of the transport locations where previously a little research camp was stationed by the humans. And, you know, there were like 30 people, I think, and they got them to come to the planet where they have escaped to. They were on Russell's planet, yeah, they right, were on Russell's right, planet right, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's where they first found anything living uh, through the transporter. It was yeah. like weird grass, but it wasn't really grass when like viewed yeah, it. Yeah, it was sucking on the ground and the ground wasn't dirt or earth or anything. It was just stone and they were just stuck to it with, with a little sucking thing. And yeah, and Russell just ripped them off and, and, and bagged them and took them back to us. He killed them. <laughs> so cute. He killed them. No, he didn't. They didn't like <laughs> pull anything from the stone they were just yeah, okay. what were they they were like some some sort of cell thingy yeah that was described as something like that yeah. almost weird but you know that's that's fine i like weird shit same i, I like weird stuff and let's I imagine keep it venom is so cute like i, I imagine two googly eyes and, and you know <laughs> just that big mouth big old mouth and that <laughs> tiny body you're cute <laughs> I don't think they were uh, they were that advanced, but maybe in the future. No, they definitely didn't have eyes. <laughs> I imagine them as that. So cute. Um. Um, okay, um, but what did you think of the writing, like the the style of writing? By the way, we read the book in German. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought Both you read us. it in. I read it. I thought you read it in English. No, I didn't. Wasn't that the plan that one of us read it in German and one of us read it in English? No. Was that another the plan was thing? Ju to just read it. I will read it in English one day, though. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely. Um, what did I think about the writing was your question, right? Yeah. Uh, it was just... It wasn't anything special, really. It just kind of got straight to the point. Except, you know, the explanations of the more scientific stuff. They, um, they were very know. elaborate. They were for, elaborate. Layman. Yeah, but uh, there weren't really any sentences that made me go damn this man really writes you know there's just yeah. something about that i sometimes there are just um sentences that make you think or that just make you stop and look into nothingness for a while and uh, this book really didn't have anything of that it just was kind well, of smooth sailing um i i yeah. thought about that because one of the questions is are there any standout sentences and i really really gave that some thought And not really, except no. for that one sentence that they use as advertising. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's transport. Transport to where? Answer, hell. <laughs> that's so, that's such a B-movie um, quote for me. It that's is, so but, but that's, that's, that's just a good quote, you know. Is it? it it's a good quote. I, I think for it's, me, it's a good quote. Well, it tells you what you should expect of the book, like just fun, but not something deep or philosophical or something. Just it's going to be fun, right? But, you know, don't expect to have your horizons broadened. Seriously, when, when, you, when you read that or hear that sentence, you think fun? Yeah, it's like, cool, they're going to hell. I wonder what's going to happen there. Are they going to meet Satan? Is it actual hell? Like, okay. I think that's, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's it's cool, but it's nothing special. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I thought that the writing in German was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to read the whole thing. Um, but, 
Yeah, no, that's it. It's basic. It's basic. You can read it. It was easy to read, I thought. I, I just Definitely, could... yeah. Finish. It's one I of those have... books that mm -hmm. you could theoretically start reading with, even if you haven't read in years. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, there are some some books that are pretty difficult to read in that circumstance, but this one definitely doable. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you've already read. Like you're on the fifth book in the series yes. now. Would you read another book by the author in like oh, not the same series? Really? Honestly, I did so much research on the guy. <laughs> and um, on the Wikipedia page and on his website, they really promote the book Paradox. It's a trilogy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that one has earned some some awards, I think. Oh, cool. And I really am I'm so curious because I think that was one of the first books. It was written before Transport, but everyone's praising it okay. so much. I really want to read that. Okay. Um, because yeah, because I really I really feel like the the, the author is, is pretty good. Just... Transport One didn't really get that across. Mm -hmm. it, it's, well, I'm... it's not a good choice as a first book. Mm -hmm. I would have rather had him start with the second book, maybe, and then the third book, uh, or, or like, okay, let's do it like this. Second book first, then the first book as like a rewind what actually happened to get them there, and then keep going with the with the thing because okay. the first book is just something that that could maybe make you want to not read more of that well series. it's it's not that bad because i've only read the first book and i would i would read other parts of a series at least but i wouldn't like immediately jump onto the next book I'm, i've got to be honest <laughs> i after read maybe reading some other books uh, after some time i would like to read the second part of a series um, and depending on how good that is maybe I'm gonna finish the series even though seven books are like a lot and it's a big investment in time mm -hmm. but I'm like the book Transport One was good enough to make me at least want to know what happens next and I think that alone is an achievement yeah um, book two needs the tiniest trigger warning though mm -hmm. for like one conversation inside the book okay but other than that it's fine and book okay. three needs a gigantic trigger warning <laughs> because it yeah. triggered me so much but not in a not in a mental health way but like triggered way you know <laughs> <laughs> book three was not a fun ride <laughs> okay okay yeah, but it was good don't get don't get me wrong it was very very enjoyable and good mm -hmm. but it was not fun yeah interesting interesting now i want to know what happens I want yeah. to know what happens in book three I kind of just want to jump to book three and see what what it is that triggered you um I mean you could they're no. all kind of standalone I think because he I, does explain what happened in the in the previous parts yeah but I don't know I think it's kind of weird I, yeah. I don't really like that because what if I'm I'm reading the recap in the third book and I'm like damn the second book sounds really interesting I wish <laughs> I didn't just get spoiled Massively. That happens to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So book two and book three actually triggered some emotion inside me, but book one did not. It no. excited me, but it didn't trigger any emotions. Yeah. It didn't impact my mood, which is a good thing because I'm usually very sensitive towards fictional content. Well, I like it when it uh, <laughs> triggers my emotions. I loved it. I um... Yeah, yeah, but I don't like it when something depresses me and that book didn't do that. <laughs> 
I kind of like it when something depresses me. Oof. <laughs> I mean, there's the show Bojack Horseman. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's very fun, but it's also massively depressing and makes you want to cry a lot. But it's my favorite show. Uh, I kind of like can you, it. Can you send me the name of that so that I will avoid it at all costs? <laughs> it's amazing. You should watch it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to send you the name. It's called, <laughs> uh, just for a podcast again, it's called Bojack Horseman. It's on Netflix right. and everyone should watch it except maybe Anna. <laughs> yeah, please. No, not me. <laughs> Did you reread any po passages inside the books? Mm, nope. Uh, book <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is one of the questions where uh, i told you i just answered nope okay just, i was just kind of reading it and then it was over okay um <laughs> me neither actually but i i think i might have to reread the black hole passage like where where russell uh comes out at a black hole and you know uh singularity and then steps mm -hmm. outside and suddenly ah i'm somewhere else and now he's back again and i didn't get any of that Ah, I okay. just uh, kind of, my dad explained it to me before, mm -hmm. but uh, that's the only reason why I got anything out of that passage. <laughs> okay, so it's not because that part gets relevant again, it's just because uh, you would like to understand it a bit better. Definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had no idea what happened. Had... Yeah, I mean, I kind of, in the second and third book and fourth and uh, not fifth, <laughs> they explain some more about the black hole incident, mm -hmm. and I think... Uh, I think I kind of got it now, but I still would like to reread that uh, passage. Okay. I'd like to reread the whole book in English, but I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then I'll get it. <laughs> now, the thing with rereading books, for me, yeah, the book has to um, ask interesting questions or give very interesting answers, or it has to touch me emotionally, or it has to be so fun that I just had such a great time that I have to reread that book again, like Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, I've read that two or three yeah, times already. I still want to read that. This book, um, like you said, it, uh, you weren't touched emotionally and, um, I don't know, like none of the boxes were ticked for me to uh, reread the book. Like I don't think I'm gonna... boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I, I don't think I'm gonna reread uh, this part at least. Okay. 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 Yeah. What What surprised me the most about the book is yeah what I what I already said uh, the fact that it got so much better towards the end and that the ending did actually make me want to read more. Let me think. What was the question again? I forgot. Uh, oh, what surprised me the most? Um, yeah. Yeah. The ending. That's um, what kind of surprised me because yeah. it gets revealed I think relatively early on that there is like a nuke on the site that the transporter is stationed at because the president is kind of... I think it was the president who was kind of nervous about the possibility of an alien invasion happening through the transporter, like or, maybe... Or maybe another um, transporter anywhere on Earth and uh, the Chinese actually, Ooh. you know, doing an invasion on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's why... Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's why, <laughs> that's why he had stationed a nuclear bomb there, and I mean, I liked that it was teased at earlier, and then because at uh, because at the end of the book it actually gets used, mm -hmm. but not to stop an invading army, but it gets used to destroy the transporter on Earth because uh, this this happens like right at the end and that really surprised me um russell thinks that humanity is not ready for um having the technology 
that which uh, it definitely isn't it like isn't. what yeah it was pretty clear from the way a scientist talked about the transporter that they were gonna do some stupid stuff and yeah that so maniac that's why he um, he learned from the transporter how to destroy the transporter. And Yay. Yeah. And, See, uh, that's one of those conversations that I liked a lot. <laughs> Russell's like, could I destroy it with a nuke? Yeah, if you keep the door open. Yeah, if you keep okay, the door open. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, and uh, so they did that. And that was, I, I did really didn't um, think that was going to happen. But it reminded me of like a dramatic principle. Um, it's called Chekhov's Gun. And I don't know, do you know Chekhov's gun? I don't, please explain. Uh, Chekhov it was like a playwright and he said something like if you introduce a gun in the first chapter of your story, by the second or third uh, chapter it has to be shot. Mm -hmm. And that just basically means that you shouldn't introduce things in your story that never get used. Like there shouldn't be a gun in your story if no one ever fires it. And mm -hmm. there shouldn't be a nuke in the story if no one uses it. So I kind of really liked that. It was just, it wasn't like, by the way, there's a nuke in here. You can use it to destroy me. It was just like, ah, okay, there's a nuke. I wonder if they're going to use it, what are they going to use it for? And then they use it in a really surprising way. I, I really yeah. liked that. That was a cool plot twist. Yeah, yeah I agree. Chekhov's atom bomb, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did your opinion of the book change as you read it? Because yeah. mine obviously did. <laughs> mm, I was, I was kind of like, ah, shit, this is like, like B movie garbage. I don't know why mm -hmm. I'm reading this. This is just gonna be like a very, by the book sci-fi story. I get it because I've read a lot of sci-fi, so, um, and while I didn't think it was particularly original, it wasn't that original my opinion still changed about the book in a way that it held my interest which i just didn't think that it was gonna happen i thought uh, it was gonna be a slog and it's just gonna be like ah, oh, okay it was a fine book but no i found myself interested in a lot of uh, um, story elements nice yeah i enjoyed the plot way more than i thought i would okay yeah did you think uh, the book was original by the way um, I think we are going to have different opinions on that one. Wait. Uh, yeah, it did strike me as original. Really? Okay. Because, so yeah. uh, first of all, I don't read or watch a lot of sci-fi. Mm -hmm. I did read on the website that it was kind of like Stargate. Okay. I haven't watched it. Same, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it was one of those stories that I wish I had thought of. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's, it's a cool idea. It is really is a cool idea, but it's not an original idea. I mean, I bet there are tons of stories that use the concept of a transporter, obviously. But the idea that there is an alien artifact found on Earth that kind of could change the way humanity works in a significant way, that's... Like, I've read that so often. It wasn't that new for me because I've read similar stories. Okay, um, just okay. from the tone or like from the implications that humanity could change in a major way but i don't think it's necessarily that bad that i didn't think the book was original because i don't think everything has to be original sometimes something can just be fun and familiar and that's okay too 
Yeah, what that book reminded me of actually was the content about the SCP Foundation. Ooh, I love the SCP Foundation. Yeah, Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Um, That's for, for the listeners, that's where death row inmates work with supernatural and extraterrestrial things and Mm. beings. They're the disposable people in case of danger to the scientists that are researching the things and beings. Yeah, 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 I know that shit. Exactly. Please read into that because that's just a collection of uh, weird fantasy stuff uh, of different authors. I think it's kind of like Mm -hmm. Wikipedia, but with made up stuff. So interesting. Maybe we'll do an episode or two about that. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Chef's Uh, kiss. Another uh, interesting idea is maybe we should each uh, choose an SCP monster. Uh, I have a favorite. No, I will tell you, I have, but I, I have a favorite. <laughs> no, my idea would be that we use a random number generator and then we look at SCP um, number like sure. 230 sure. and, and write we can a short story. Our no, we can write a short story <laughs> about that thing. Yeah, I sure. think that would be really cool. And we can also we can also um, do what you just said with the, you know. Yeah, we can do that in the same thing because I don't think comparing our favorite SCPs would be a whole episode worth of yeah. content, you know. <laughs> Really cool SCPs, though. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like um, the one with the ears. The one that makes ears. The one with the I don't know that one, but it sounds amazing. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> the one that makes ears. <laughs> I like the first one because the first one is in the wiki. It's like, this is such a mystery that the team thought of something. We're just gonna not reveal what the real SCP-1 is. We're gonna have like 10 different ones and maybe Ooh. some of them are fake and some of the, and one of them is real, but you will never know <gasps> because this information is just too sub- top secret, man. I haven't heard of that. Oh, you should read about SCP-1. Yeah. Okay, but but now we need to stop talking about SCPs. We can do that after the episode okay. because otherwise okay. we're going to okay. get fully okay. off topic. <laughs> A little teaser for future. Yeah. Um, 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 oh, if you could ask the author anything, what would it be? Um, probably if the series was planned as a series from the beginning or if it started as like a single book and kind of evolved because he just got more and more ideas about the transporter and how it could be used. That would be what interests me the most. You're right. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah, because like I I said, it could have theoretically stopped um, after the first book and it would have been a fine ending. Like it wouldn't have been great or anything, but it would have made sense as an ending, I think. Yeah, and then again, it could have stopped after the trilogy, so that would be mm-hmm. interesting to see. And I also wonder if he plans on writing more books. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there be are seven so far, you know. It's a lot of books, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, about the book's title, do you think that's nice? Or I mean, would you change it? You know, there's a transporter. The book is called Transport. Kind of checks out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the questions that you sent me, we have like a bunch of book club questions is is there an alternative title for this book that you think would fit and i really liked mine i want to read it um where is it where is it where is it where is it um oh yeah new title don't trust death row inmates (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're always with the funny stuff yeah my my title is uh it works no it's not a title (laughs) it it works title Uh, it's it's a title (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so no um, um yeah 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, did the, is this book overrated or underrated? Mm, it's kind of rated, if you know what I mean. It's not <laughs> over or underrated. It's good. It's it's good at the position it's at. I think it's like a little secret. Maybe if you've read a lot of sci-fi, or re read like all the popular authors, authors, this is like something else that you can read and you probably like it but it's not something that has to be on all the billboards i think yeah i think it's fine yeah. where it is right now it could be priced a bit better i think you could um ask for more money because i think it's really yeah, cheap it's, on I amazon yeah i think 3.99 in euros you could get uh, the ebook yeah you could uh, you could you know 6.99 like that's that. fine <clears throat> it's 6.99 but um know your that's worth, the thing man. with uh, self published stuff the more you ask the more you have to give amazon and i think uh, that okay. i think it makes sense to price it at that yeah this the ebook I just want him to make more money because he, yeah, he doesn't write half bad. It was great. I like yeah, but it. I, but I think with Paradox, for example, he made some money. And uh, also, I think at some point he actually uh, got a publisher, <gasps> if I'm not completely mistaken. So it's possible that the books uh, get pricier. Could be, could be, could be, yeah, but but, uh, but like I really just didn't. This one. Please, please don't nail me down on that because I, I have no idea. Yeah, now um, the people listening know that we are two dumb dumbs that just kind of talk about stuff. Definitely, it's, it's fine. but I made I, I did some research and I read a bit on the website and on Amazon, and people were praising the first book. Really? Yeah, yeah so I mean, much. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And I think it's the tiniest bit overrated. Really? But that's okay. only from a writer's perspective. That's only my opinion, my personal opinion. The first book. I'm not saying the series is bad. On the contrary, I like the series a lot. But the first, third, uh, no, the the uh, three, the first three fifths of the book, like a, a bit more than half of the book, is just from my writer's perspective, overrated, just the mm. tiniest bit. Yeah. Um, okay. There were lots of good elements, but as a first book for that long a series, it's kind of a risky choice, like I already said. Uh, but honestly, if everyone likes it so much, maybe I'm just incredibly petty. Um, <laughs> but you I have did high standards find, that could be here. Yeah, I did find uh, one article by some German who was, who was very, very angry. And <laughs> he was like, why is everyone rating this so good? I don't understand. It's garbage. I hate it. If you want to buy this and I couldn't, I couldn't convince you otherwise, then it's at your own risk. You assholes, I hate you. <laughs> Such a weirdo, honestly. And how, I'm like, no, 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 no. How it's, dare it's, you it's, enjoy no. things? What that is that is not something that I would ever, you know, say about that <laughs> book. Like, what the heck? No. I'm just saying, uh, you you need to be prepared to to read the second book to actually find out how good the series actually is. Mm -hmm. No, it's like a like a like seven out of ten. That's what I would rate the book. It's a good yeah, book, say, enjoyable. I'd say a six. Really, six? Book. Because yeah. you sound uh, sec a lot second more... book. Second book is a eight and a half. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's way up there. Okay. Yep. Ha! Huh, interesting. Yep. Um. And now you make me. You made me want to read the second book. But it's gonna happen someday, and we're probably gonna talk about that on the podcast too. Yeah, I think might. that would be cool if we eventually um go through all the parts of uh, all the parts of a series. 
Well, uh, the trilogy at least. At least the trilogy, yeah. Sure. I don't know if I want to commit to seven books. Uh, you're right, but yeah, and also they're not translated yet, so yeah. we'd have to wait a couple of years. Would be kind of dumb. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, reading noises. Um. Reading noises. Um. Ah, Simon, who yes. do you most want to read this book? I don't know. People that like sci-fi, I guess. <laughs> There's well, I don't think anyone has to read this book. That's my problem. It's just, I mean, if you like sci-fi, sure, but it's not like you have to. You read this book, it will change your life, man. It's just like, oh, want to read a good book, have a nice time, maybe be done in a week, read this. Yeah. Yeah, that maybe if you, someone, if one of your friends goes on holiday and he needs a book to read on the plane or on the beach, this is fine. This is like, I, I this would be great for me for something like that, just to get. Yeah, someone, someone in the comment uh, comments on his website were like, uh, yeah, um, I I was on vacation and I brought like three books with me and within a week mm -hmm. I read them all. Yeah, they're very very readable. At least the first one. Yeah. I, yeah, I could always just. Um, no, if I started this book, my mind is not gonna like melt. Uh, I can read my 50 pages with just like what I read in a day before I start getting bored of any book. It uh, <laughs> doesn't matter how good it is, but I could always read my 50 pages every day and it was fine. I liked it. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, and I currently only know two people who enjoy sci-fi. That's my dad and Simon. <laughs> and since my dad recommended the book to me, actually, he, mm -hmm. he's the one to thank for this content. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I picked the listeners because if you, you know, are still listening and you haven't read the book, please read it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe wait a month until you've forgotten all about this episode and then read it. Go on. <laughs> then tell us what you think and then tell us what you think yeah, yeah. exactly i i want to, i want to know what you think yeah all right <sighs> any closing thoughts um, or any other questions we want to talk about uh i think i think we're done i have another fun fact yeah please do tell um the author actually used names from people working at NASA and pieced them together mm -hmm. to make the names of the people in this book that's cool i like it when the names have uh like meaning behind them yeah and someone on his website complained that it was all old english names and he was like in response um well i used the names uh, of nasa so what does that say about nasa <laughs> <laughs> really funny guy um yeah one of the things that i'm really thankful for um is that by reading this book i realized that maybe i shouldn't just read the popular stories maybe there are a lot of hidden gems by less uh, popular or less known authors and I really like that I found that out because I don't know if I would have started reading these kinds of books by myself to be honest yeah thanks dad yeah thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> thanks understand <laughs> okay yeah um do you have any finishing thoughts um Russell did nothing wrong um that's it. That's my closing thoughts. <laughs> yeah, Russell's a cool guy. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's my favorite grey character. <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's cool, you know? He's not, like, amazing, but I liked him. He was, like, yeah, he, a likable protagonist. Not, he's not really a, th a hero. No, but he's... Because he was a death row inmate yeah. and did some stuff wrong and stuff, you know? But, uh... uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He was okay. I liked him. Absolutely But okay. writing a good protagonist is also really hard. And who does it? Like, let's yeah, be honest. Me. I don't know. It was fine. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Good book. Yeah. Seven cool. out of ten. Nice. Yes. Seven? Yes. I'd yeah, say seven. Yeah. 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 Mm, six point five. Let's say six point five because yeah, six. Yeah, while let's thinking it in the about six point five. Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. Six point five out of ten. Official, Artful Power Life review printed on your book, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time, I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh. Bye. Bye. It's a nice intro. I really like the part <laughs> where you introduced everything. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> let's just like... wing it. Let's just Come wing on, it, let's man. just do it. Yeah, fuck it, man. Okay.